Okay. Hello, everyone. This is Worlds of Books. Today is January 19th, 2021, and we're here to discuss the book South of Broad by Pat Conroy. But first, I'm going to make an announcement that I've been doing with all of the, the book groups uh, because I think it's polite, and I think anybody that's being recorded needs to be reminded of that uh, so that you know, they, they can temper what, what is said, although I, I seldom temper what I, what I say, it seems like. But uh, uh, it, we've had some changes in, in Accessible World and radio out of the past, and w one of which recently is that we've switched our uh, websites. And, you know, I don't know anything about websites, guys, so, so don't expect me to explain any of this. We've changed where they're hosted to a site that's, that's done under WordPress. Uh, and, I, you know, I don't know what all that means. I guess that gives you some, some additional flexibility. And as part of that process, we, we're also hosting all of our, our, our meetings have always been recorded, but I mean, they were recorded and you had to go out, you had to know where Accessible World's website was. You had to know where to go to get them and download them and stuff. Well, now they're all being shared with podcast directories. So, in effect, they're they're more available because anybody that knows anything about podcasts knows that they've like exploded and they're everywhere. And and now you can like if, if you have a podcast app either on your computer or on your phone, you can go to it, you can type the words accessible world and do a search, and all of our book groups are listed right there. And it takes about five minutes to subscribe to all of them. So it it's it's very easy to find our stuff now. That doesn't mean that people are out finding our stuff, but if you're interested, it's easier to find now. And I, I, th I think it's just good to know if you're not comfortable with that, or, or you know, you know, if, if if you realize you're being recorded and stuff, you just might want to be more careful about how you, you know what you might say. And it, it's never a good idea to give personal information. I don't think in any of these meetings. So it's it's just it's just good to know that. And to be aware of that so that uh, you can know that content's more readily available than it might have used to be. So that's that's my, uh, uh, you know, three-minute lesson on that. So if anybody has any questions, let me know. I'll do my best to answer or find out the answer if I don't know it. But uh, I just think it's good to, if you're being recorded to be aware of it. So, okay. Well, uh, uh, a couple of things I learned about Pat Conroy. He was born... In uh, October 1945, in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, he's was a Southern writer. Uh, all of his life, written several things, several that were made into movies. We lost him back in 2016. He died in March of 2016. He was only 70 when he died. And uh, uh, you know, I, I read this book a few years ago, and I, I just fell in love with it, and it made me read. And, you know, I've been to Charleston, South Carolina, too, but unfortunately, I went to Charleston before I had read the book. Uh, it, it'd be nice to go back again, as Cheryl, you said, because I thought, you know, he did a real good job covering the, uh, the city in this book. But uh, uh, some, of, some of his books that were made into movies include The, the Lords of Discipline, uh, The Great Santini, uh, Prince of Tides. Uh, there's a couple of other ones, I think, but those are the three main ones, I believe. Uh, 
and at, he was the oldest of like five or six siblings. And he actually did go to the Citadel uh, in, in real life. That's where he graduated from the military uh, college in, in South Carolina. And uh, uh, his father, if anybody's ever seen the movie or read the book, The Great Santini, I think that's actually modeled after his real life father. I think his father was a real, real piece of work and, and really hard to grow up with. Uh, but, you know, I, I won't ruin anything, but uh, if you ever read the, the Great Santini, you, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. And uh, or, or or I think Robert Robert Duvall plays the the father in the movie <laughs> Great Santini. So, uh, uh, he's a he's a real piece of work. But uh, anyway, uh, that's the, the the background I have on Pat Conroy, and uh, so we'll 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 get to the to the book. I'm I'm just gonna call on folks and get your comments on, it and then then we can open up the floor for for discussion. So, uh, and I'm gonna do like uh, wh- wh- who was it? Was it who was the reverse the order the other day? Is that you, Liz? That I think Liz did that yes, for that was Liz. Uh, yeah for when we were doing the uh, Ghost Set of Watchmen. All right, so Randy Shelton, you're up. She's muted, so you gotta mute yourself, Randy. I hope you're gonna talk about the book. Well. We'll skip Randy and go to Patty Fletcher. Hey, everybody. Um, first of all, just a little tidbit of information since you brought it up. The Great Santini was modeled after uh, his life. Mm-hmm. And um, his uh, he had seven. He, he was one of seven siblings. Oh, seven. Okay. Yeah, so um, I just know that because I just read that other book. But um, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, if anybody's interested in learning more about him, if you read my reading life, uh, be prepared to be entertained and end up with another book list to read. But anyway, um, I really enjoyed South Abroad. I um, loved it from sentence one, and I didn't want it to end. Um, the thing that stands out to me, uh, the two things that stood out to me the very most uh, were the, the the hurricane, the description of that when they are in the house and the water is coming in and um, he has to go and get the um, guy out of the wheelchair and get him up the stairs and and um, it was just really terrifying to me. And then um, when they realized later that um, the father of the twins was hiding out in that shed and died in there, that must have been, I mean, he was a horrible, beastly person, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure anybody deserves to die that way that kind of haunted me to just imagine because he was hiding in there and they didn't know and he was in there and they locked the shed i think they did know he was in there well actually they didn't know he was in there and they were not aware that he was in there 
and and they locked the the brother may have been aware uh, but it implied that nobody knew he was in there and that they locked the shed. But anyway, I just can't imagine being shut up like that and have no way out and know that you're going to die that way. But um, the other thing that stood out to me was how they gathered together and went to San Francisco in search of uh, Trevor and brought him home. And that to me was just uh, you know, if you ever have friends like that who will just drop everything and to go uh, to do that for you, I think that you should count yourself lucky. And those are the, I mean, there were many things. The book will stay with me forever. But um, those were the two things that really, really stood out to me. And that and the fact that... Um, the relation, the odd relationship that he had with his mother. Um, she was, uh, uh, I don't know. She was a different lady. <laughs> That's a polite way of saying it. Okay. So. Well, we're being recorded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll have some comments about the mother myself. So anyway, okay. All right. Well, well, thanks Patty. And, uh, uh, and, and I, I note your point. But I can't say I felt sorry for the way that the the the, the father or the the Poe father died because he was he, he was horrific and he had killed a oh, bunch of people. Oh, he so. was, and he deserved to die. <laughs> I don't know; it just haunted me a little. Maybe right. it's no, just, I, uh, I understand. That'd be a horrible way to go. No doubt about it. So, okay, all right. Let's see. All right, uh, Randy, are you unmuted or not? Or yeah, I here? am. Okay, I'm still here. Yeah. Okay. I I couldn't get to the unmute button fast no, enough. No problem. Um, but anyway, this is my favorite Pat Conroy book. This and Beach Music, yeah. and it's just it's his writing is so beautiful, and you just feel like you're right there, like you're part of the scene and part of the crowd. And yeah. I love the how he draws his characters and it's been so long since I've read this book. I've read it a couple of times and I started to reread it again, but I'm not done with it obviously, but it's just, it's just such a good book and the friendship that he has with his buddies and just, I just love the story. So, that's okay. my two cents. Okay, thank you. Liz Lindsay. I loved this book. <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> I, I had the headphones on the whole time, and I'd be laughing, and my husband, well, what are you laughing at? Um, the dialogue between the friends was just, it was love. I loved the way they just bantered about. Um, I think for me, the two scenes that were just heart just totally heartbreaking were, were the accounts of their time in the Castro and when they were feeding the, the men um, that were dying of AIDS, that, that was just so very sad. And, um, and then at the, ugh, to avoid, I, how are we dealing with um, spoilers since we're recording, but, but the way it ends. No, no, yeah, at, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, yeah, don't worry and, about spoilers. Um, 
I'm blanking on the, the main character's name. I'm sorry. Leo, Leo King. Leo King. <laughs> Leo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The way Leo found out about his brother, mm-hmm. it just, oh my goodness, it broke my heart. Um, and it just made me so angry. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but it was, thank you for choosing this book because it was, it was funny and it was sad and it was, it was just a mess. It was just, you know, it was just, yeah. it was just a life mess, but thank you. Right. Yeah. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad you, I'm glad you enjoyed it. So. Okay. Let's see. Donald Queen. unmuting himself i hope okay here we go there you are after all that i didn't uh i didn't finish the book i'm sorry to say but i think i will it's it's a very good book i i really enjoyed reading the part i did get to and uh, plan to finish it well we we hope we don't ruin it for you discussing it tonight i'm going to say this is a spoiler night (laughs) yeah but i mean yeah it's one of those kind of books i I, you know even knowing what's going to happen it's still good getting to the ending i think because it's it's just it's so well written but it was uh uh, by by the name i didn't think it was going to be very good but it it, very good that's uh (laughs) okay well good thank you uh sherry wells well, I love this book. This was the second time I read it, although there was a lot I forgot. I thought it was just a really vivid picture of friendship and how important friendship is. And Leo King, I, I, what a great guy. I mean, I was happy that the book ended. And again, this is a spoiler on a sort of a positive note where a woman sounded like was going to ask him out. So maybe he would find love. Yeah. Um, I thought that it was interesting that they stuck with Molly and Chad because they were both not really deserving in some ways of this friendship, especially the one time where I forget where they were, but Chad had gone there with another woman and Leo went with Molly and Chad got humiliated by Wormy and he just drove up in front of Leo's car and honked the horn and Molly got out and went with him. And I'm like, what? That's just incredible to me. It's, it's, Leo shouldn't have ever had anything to do with her again, but he's a better person than me, me. So he did. And um, I also thought that I kind of did get tired of all the descriptions of how beautiful Sheba was. I think the book probably could have been cut by an hour if we maybe didn't have to quite hear quite so often how stunning she was. You kind of got that point early on. And she was an interesting character, too, as was Starla, who was kind of a tragic character. But she was pretty mean to Leo, but, you know, she had her horrible background. So you kind of cut her some slack for that, I suppose. But it was an awesome book, and I, I really enjoyed it. And probably a few years from now, when I've forgotten it again, I'll read it again. Well, good. Okay, thank you. Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, Star Starla had a had a background, but but you got to think Niles probably had a lot of the same, and, and, and he was like a prince of a guy. So, yeah, you know, I know. Like, yeah. yeah. So, but so he he, he kind of sliced it and diced it every which way. So anyway, okay, let's see. Ladon. Yes. Had I read this book last week instead of this week, I would have had to say it was my favorite book of the year. Oh. 
it was really long, but I just gobbled the thing right up and didn't take any time to read it. Uh, the only thing, I guess I'm a different teenager than the characters in this book were, because they, at least Leo, had far more insight into life than I ever did, maybe even now, you know, <laughs> reading yeah. characters and everything. And uh, about uh, the guy getting locked up in the shed, the brother did know it. And the thing is that when he was discovered, you know, what was his name? The police chief told Leo, said, here, Leo, it's what you're going to write. This is so-and-so. And he got in there trying to take shelter. So he was making up that, that stuff and telling Leo, this is what you're going to write. You're not going to write that he was locked up, that, that we knew who he was and he was locked up. So, and, and, but the, the way the author wrote, it, it was a little, uh, uh, I'm, I'm trying to say the word, and I don't know if I say it right, cerebral, uh, above my head, in other words, almost above my pay grade <laughs> and reading it. But uh, I thought that I really enjoyed the narrator's uh, Charleston-type accent. I thought he did an excellent job reading it, and I always thought it was Leo throughout the whole book. Right. And so uh, I was, it was a pleasure to read. Well, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. So may I be so bold to ask, is what's your favorite one of the year that you read this week? <laughs> the, the one, uh, the favorite one that I read this week? I guess this was it because it's the only book I read this week. Oh, okay. Well, I thought you said But if I'd read it last year, you know, last year, I mean, last week, it would have been last year. Oh, and oh so I it would have been my oh, best God. book of the year. Oh, oh, I'm with you. I got you. Oh, okay. I got you. Oh, oh. Okay, I'm okay, sorry. I I misinterpreted. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, good. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, uh, okay, Hi, Alan. Um, I don't mean to interrupt. I know I came in late, but um, what happened to uh, the recipe for a perfect wife? Oh, I, I, you know, I, I, I picked something different. I, yeah, I apologize. Uh, I, I thought everybody was on the email and stuff. And, you know, I, I mentioned it in a couple of book groups and stuff. And so, so uh, uh, do you want to talk, did you read Recipe for a Perfect Wife? I did. Yes. Well, how, how did you like that then? Tell, tell us about that. <laughs> I liked it. It was different for sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it was certainly different. Um I don't think it was very encouraging for people to get married, but <laughs> uh, <okay. laughs> I don't well, think I, it was encouraging marriage very much, but that was the book that I read for this. Well, I, I, I apologize. Cause uh, you know, I, I, I guess I mistakenly thought that everybody, I mean, I send out like 500 news wires a week, I guess. And I'm assuming that everybody's on email since, since I get 500 emails a day, but I, and you know, now that you mentioned, I realize not everybody is on email. So, uh, uh, I tried uh, to read it and I just couldn't stay with it. So yeah. I, this, uh, I'm so glad that you, and this was book was on our, our to be, my to be read list. And I just really enjoyed it. Well, uh, the we'll perfect go. wife did have uh, the professor of recipe did have a in, very interesting turn in the very last chapter. And Don, you are correct that Niles did know um, 
that the guy was in there. I just yeah. assumed that the rest of them didn't know he was. No, in they there. didn't know. Uh-uh. He was the only one. Well, good Did for him. So I, <laughs> I'm glad. Well, I, so, yes, I, I missed really. that. I, I didn't think Niles did know the guy was. I didn't think so either. I thought they specifically said. I really he didn't no, think that's, that. That's no, why that's the police chief was that's, told. Yeah. That's yeah. why the police chief so carefully told Leo what he was going to print. It's because he wasn't right. going to say that his uh, one of their friends murdered the guy, even right. though he deserved murdering. I thought for sure he said he locked the shed because he wanted to avoid Whoa, looters. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, he went out. He did go out there and tell him that's what hey, he told him. There, there's on, a lot on. of people who haven't spoken yet. Yeah, hang okay. on, folks. Can we? Can we? Uh, re, uh, can we go back, Alan? Could you please resume your uh, uh, your list? Yeah, yeah. We'll 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 revisit the lock shed later. So. Okay. Let's see. Okay, so I guess I'll leave. I'm sorry. I have to find a way to get on the list. Oh, no, don't well, leave. Don't leave. You're, yeah, you're oh, yeah you, you can stay and listen to us talk about it. If you've never read South Abroad by Pat Conroy, though, I, I, I think you might like it. you got to give it a try. Oh, it's long, but it's a fast read. You'll, you'll wonder where the time went when you, when you get through it. So it's a great fast. <laughs> All right. And, and my apologies, Pat. I'm sorry that uh, uh, that I, I did that. So let's, uh, David Boche, you're up. Hello. Um, am I muted? No, nope. you're going. Oh, good. You're All right. Um, let me see what I wanted to say. This was on my to be read list, so that was a good reason to pull it forward and read it. His his stuff has that autobiographical um, bits in it, uh, from what I could tell, looking at a different book that was written by a woman who interviewed him um, for a few years. It's a DB100 something, something, something book, but I did read South Abroad. I will say that I agree with LaDon. The insights Leo had as a teenager were amazing. He was a very mature teenager. He could cook. He had this job, this sort of parole job with helping this elderly antiques dealer Haverford with his shop. The man was so it's like there's irony because the way the man talked to him was so condescending, but I think it was the only way he knew how to relate. And he gives him something like uh, property and things worth. Was it almost half a million dollars in early night in 1969 money? I mean, that sounded amazing. And I, th- I thought that was interesting. I found th- this writer's style interesting. He is very lyrical when describing the moonlight and the tides around Charleston and different aspects of nature, w- which I thought was, was interesting. I did think Leo had a bit of a martyr complex. His mother was rather strange, the ex-nun, and uh, obsession with James Joyce was a bit unique and her returning to the convent later at near the novel's end and the way Leo learns about why his brother committed suicide. Suicide is a, is a theme with Conroy in some of his novels. He, I believe he said he even attempted it once or twice. He's a rather dark writer. You know, his stuff feels like it has a quasi or he's reaching for literary in his novels. They aren't like fluffy little things that you might read a romance. His stuff has much more depth than that. 
and I think he's definitely worth thinking about and reading. I wish his epilogue had been the last chapter and he'd done an epilogue set in maybe 2009. I'd like to know how these people make out. I think that Leo who meets that nurse ends up marrying her and they have the kids he wanted. He was only in his late thirties in 1989. So he could have, you know, I hope he did well. I liked, well, we're so curious to see how they all were going to turn out. I thought Starla was just broken beyond repair. And I, I was incredibly amazed at Leo's refusing to let her go. It, it was just complicated. And Trevor goes back to San Francisco where he may die. Um, it, so it does, it does leave you with, it's an interesting combination of light and dark, the intersection of privilege and modernity. I didn't care for Chad Thingamummy the 10th. I've never heard of anybody the 10th. How pretentious. How pretentious. There you go. No kidding. I mean, he, and that he was so steady to his sister Fraser. Should have she should have popped him one. Yeah, she was yeah. the basketball. Yeah. He was just so entitled. It it must have yeah. been interesting. I mean, your your life was there. You know, you just went to Princeton and you went back and became a lawyer. And you had the Brazilian <laughs> bombshell on the side and the beautiful home in South Abroad. You know, it's like yeah. geez, but it was a good book. I just wanted Leo to come cook something for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll hand it back over to Alan. Yeah. Okay. David, Thanks, David. Uh, let me just Hello, say. I got here, Alan. Say again. I think I Patty, Patty okay. had something. I was yeah, just going to say, David, if you because of your love of books, if you read his book, My Reading Life, I thought of you the whole time I right. was reading. That I just book. downloaded it a few minutes ago. Oh, you'll love it. I'll be interested <laughs> to see you review it. Nonfiction. It's a nonfiction about, I think, the books that influenced him, maybe. Okay, I need to get that too because I've, I've always liked Pat Conway. Okay. All right. Thanks. Uh, Marsha Moses, you're up. Okay. Thank you, uh, Alan. Um, well, I've always loved <coughs> Pat Conroy's writing. I mean, it's just, it's just so uh, picturesque. And, um, but this this book, I read it uh, years ago when it first came out. I think that was one of the first books I downloaded on the second generation stream, if my memory serves me correctly. And uh, and uh, I'm reading it now again in different circumstances. Um, it's it's it it moved. It's I, I'm not done with it again. Uh, but uh, and and but uh, you know it's it's uh, now I'm kind of tongue-tied. I had all these things that I was going to mention, but it, it's just it's a it's a it's a heavy book. But I love these kind of books, and Pat's writing is and or was just so beautiful, and I love the the uh, description of the tides and everything um, and knowing his love he had of uh, Charleston. I don't know that he ever lived there. I've not read much of his life, but it's just beautiful. And, but the, the thing that really captures me the most is the friendship between all these different wonderful people. And I haven't gotten to the end as far as uh, I don't remember. I don't recall what happened with Steve 
and so on, and uh, the 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 loss of uh, whatever his name was, you know, the uh, the, the father of uh, of um, uh, God, I keep thinking Leo, not Leo. Uh, the Trevor girl. and Sheba. Trevor, yes, exactly. We we never know what his name was. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, that's, that's I, I don't think they ever figured that out. Yeah. Had, had a bunch of names, right? That, that's yeah. why I was going to say, I, you know, who knows what, what the man's name was. But I just think this, this book was wonderful. And I'm so glad, Alan, that you uh, that you uh, brought this to our attention uh, again. And I can't wait to resume after our meeting here this evening. Well, thanks. thank you. Thanks, Marsha. I, 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 felt, I felt bad when Pat showed up, you know, with recipe for a. Uh, perfect wife so uh but uh yeah so uh, well we, we we move forward so right <laughs> exactly I, okay. I didn't even start that one but anyway you're right but thank you for area code 414 that's not you is it mickey yeah that's me okay well, i don't know why i was thinking you were 614 okay 414 i can't even remember well, area my, codes my, my... The home, the the um, cell phone is six one four. Oh, there we go. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Well, I... Um, I like his writing. I really do. Yeah. Except that he uses so many adjectives and and so much description that it puts me to sleep. Mm-hmm. Because I I have no imagination for what these things look like. And I fell asleep in this book more than any book I've ever read. And yet I enjoyed reading it in a, in a strange way. Uh, I found it too dark for my mood right now. I could not imagine these kids all sitting around and crying when they lose a friend. Uh, when we, we lost a couple of friends through car crashes and that in high school, and we all were glum, but we didn't, you know, really? fall apart. Yeah. Um, to me, the women were always in hysterics, and the men were followed right along with them. And I, I just don't think that was realistic. Um, I also don't think it's a possibility to keep friends for that long a time um, without everyone changing more than they did, you know, Um and yet I was compelled. I, I had to read it. Um, part of me said, I don't want to because I'm, I'm down enough. I don't need this. And the other part of me said, yeah, but you got to see what happened. So I don't know. I, 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 I'm really torn. I mean, these people were not realistic to me. Maybe I'm wrong. In fact, I probably am. But um, they're just... All of them were had a different culture, and when you're mixing cultures, it usually doesn't work. When it does, it's a beautiful thing, but it's not very often that six people, there are three different cultures there, and, and you know, the rich, the poor, and the orphans. And that just wouldn't meld for 30 years. 20 years or whatever. Um, so I, I can't give it a, a wow, is that terrific? And I can't give it a, a thumbs down. You know, it was, 
would I read more of his stuff? Maybe after COVID and when I can get out and it, it, it was just too dark. So I guess I've said enough. I, I didn't mean to throw a wet blanket on things, but you asked how I felt. Well, you have to say what you think. So, uh, uh, so I will, uh, I've already talked to Mickey on the phone and expressed my disagreements with her. So, you know, <laughs> I, uh, uh, I, I'm not going to repeat them all here, but, uh, you can. I, I don't care. I, 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 I've never had any friends like the ones in this book, but that that doesn't mean I don't believe that you can have that kind of friendship and stuff. And uh, I, I love the uh, – since, since it's my turn, I'll go ahead and say what I've got to say about it. I, I, I just love this book. I mean, I, I loved it the very first time I read it years ago, and I've, lo- you know, I, I've loved it the four times I've read it now. And it's uh, – uh, I thought David Hartley Margolin's narration was excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and, you know, I, I I am a child of the South. Uh, you know, you know yes. Jackson, Mississippi is a lot different, I think, probably than Charleston, South Carolina is. But th- there's a lot about this I like. I mean, there's a lot about my you know the the South history that I abhor, and uh, uh, and I expect probably Leo would too, but. Yeah, uh, uh, his character is it, it's, it's just to, to me the thing I like about this book is I like it when when an, an author like Pat Conroy presents a character and, and and whether you can find many people like this in real life I don't know but when you treat people like Leo did in this book this world would just be a much better place yes and, and, you know it would. If people could learn that, I mean, it's just people are just stubborn and just setting their own ways too much. You can do so much if you just treat people kind. Yes. And uh, uh, okay. that, that, that's why I like this book. I mean, I mean it, it, it does have a lot of darkness in it, but it, it's 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 got a lot of light in it too. And it just, if, you know, I, I wish I could bake cookies and stuff. I mean, in fact, he took cookies over to those to those twins. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, yeah. And when he yeah. when he when he met those orphans the first time, and he told the guy, "Take those handcuffs off of them." I mean, he he was just. I mean, yeah. You know, but they didn't know him from Adam, and, and they they weren't even being nice to him and stuff. But, but he wasn't gonna let that stop him. Yeah, you know, he he was kind to people, and you, you could see the effect that it had on him and stuff. And yeah, and uh, I. I, I'm gonna disagree with Mickey. I, I believe if if you were like that, you know, you you could develop some lifelong friendships. I I love the way he handled race and stuff. And I mean, he covered he covered everything. I mean, he covered homosexuality. He covered race mm-hmm. relations. He covered orphans. Mm-hmm. He, co- yeah. he covered the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. And just uh, uh, I, I I I really liked the way he covered all that stuff. And yes, I like the fact that it ended on an upbeat note. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, it had plenty of stuff to despair over it as well, but uh, it, it had a lot of positivity, and it just uh, I, I, I'm gonna prefer to 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 champion the positive side of stuff. And uh, he just I, I don't know I I, I I like Pat Conroy, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, this is my favorite thing I've ever written, ever read by him. And it's just uh, it, it's well done. It's like I say, it was a twenty hour book. 
but it felt mm-hmm. like it went faster than some oh, six-hour oh, books yeah. I've read. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah it does. Wanna, okay, <laughs> but Al, but yeah. Alan, can I? I, I would like to yeah. say something can too. Yeah, go, go, Liz, Liz, and then Marcia. I just want to speak to the French factor here because. Marcia and I met when we were 20 and 24. We were in college and we were different people then, mm-hmm. but we have been through ups and downs and ins and outs and remain really solid friends. Mm-hmm. And so it is possible. And mm-hmm. there we have gone, we had gone through a lot of dark stuff together, a lot and of losses and good, lots of good stuff. But, yeah. but I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it as, Two people. I mean it as six. Well, I have to disagree oh, no. with you. I no, went to the. Chuck, I went Chuck to the. Yeah. yeah. I went I mean, to the could. school. I went to the school for the blind, and I grew up in a dorm, and mm-hmm. I um, have a group of girls that, to this moment, if I were to call on them, they would drop what they were doing, COVID or not, and come to me and I them. And I have been friends with them since I was five years old, and I'm 53. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, and, and Marcia and I have Liz, a Liz, finish what you were going to say, and then we'll hit you, Marcia. Yeah. Uh, we just, we, Marcia and I have many friends that we, we met about the same time we met. And, oh, gosh, it's a group of, like, at least six or eight. And again, we were older than these kids. We weren't teenagers, but we were young. We were all in college. And and we're all pretty good friends today. And still, there's yeah. that, there's yep. that you can call, you know. Um, so so I think it, to me it seemed pretty normal. Now, oh same here. Me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, we, okay. and, and, and you know, I could call Liz, you know, anytime. Liz, I need you. And, and my mm-hmm. God, she's been here for me. And mm-hmm. I and I. I hope I've been there for her, and and we and we definitely come out of different backgrounds too. I mean, not as extreme. We didn't oh, have no. the super high class, you know. Mm-hmm. But we're you know there are different backgrounds. But anyway, so that's what I wanted to say. I just wanted to plug okay. the friendship. That aspect of the yeah. book did not seem unrealistic to me. Me because, neither. Yeah. And yeah. and I just wanted to say also that um, now I forget. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're just having one of those days, aren't you, Marsha? Oh, no, is, is no, there but is there been alcohol of, involved? He just kind of blew me away there, Luz. Well, yeah, there's a little alcohol here, but good. <laughs> Looking forward to inauguration day tomorrow. But anyway, um, yes. it's New Year's Eve. It's New Year's Eve, exactly. <laughs> I like it, <laughs> but but no, um. I, I basically what I was going to say is that the friendships in this book were just amazing. I mean, can you imagine flying? Well, I, I, I know Sheba had her private jet and all that stuff. And they flew out there to, to, to find Trevor and they all did. And I don't, you know, and, and come on, part of it is kind of unrealistic. I mean, you got, you've got Ike and Betty and, you got all, you know, everybody's assigned their own roles and all that kind of thing. But you know what? And I haven't gotten there again. And I don't remember having, uh, when I read the book, you know, previously, Rob was alive then. Uh, and, and my whole life, everything was kind of different. But anyway, reading this again, it's, it's with a whole different uh, perspective. But, yeah. but, um, uh, but 
I, you know, I, I, the, the friendship, as Liz said, it's just, it's wonderful. And, uh, and I know I've got friends and, and, uh, I will be friends with Liz and all the other people that we're thinking of here. And, uh, ah, anyway, no tears, no tears, <laughs> but anyway, it's okay. It's okay to have tears. You want to. Yeah. But anyway, I, I, um, you know, I, I, you know, the cops and the, and the, well, anyway, we've got a journalist, we've got cops, we've got, uh, uh, an actress who is unbelievably, uh, unreal. Hmm. And then we've got, and then we've got Trevor who is unbelievably real too. Yeah. Uh, bless his heart. But anyway, um. It's just, uh, it was a wonderful book, and I'm, I'm so glad to be re-reading it. Good. And thank Can you. I drop in a comment here? Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I thought that uh, Leo was such a Catholic person that he st- stayed with Starla through so much it was terrible. I could not understand how he he could do that year after year. She'd come and go, come and go and treat him so mean, especially when she told him about the abortions. I did, you know, that would just oh, tear gosh, me up. Yes. But I was as shocked as he was when he saw the film. Oh, and yeah. and after yeah. seeing the film. He went to see the priest in the hospital and the, uh, talk, showed the priest the film. And then when he left, the priest says, uh, you haven't, I haven't given you my blessing. My well, he just walked out. Then he went to church. And I thought, oh, my God, if I was Leo, I would have given up the church and I would have given up God. Now, see, that I would have, I considered real. Ah, me too. That's why it made me, you know, I, I felt so relation to it. And I say, I couldn't have been Leo at all. I'd have gone back to church. I wouldn't have. I, I would have I, too. Yeah, and the, I, I and the reason have, is yeah. because you can't, you can't judge everybody by some actions. And I just want to say that I knew what, why he killed himself when he, when Leo mentioned that he had heard his brother cry out in the night, no father. And that clued me. And I, 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 not I caught that. that. And That's there I, I, was missed, so I missed the other. And then mm-hmm. I caught that. So it's just really um, yeah, odd what we catch and what we don't in a book. And when I read it again, I'll find stuff that I didn't get the first time around. That's funny. Even though I read I it before, know. I still didn't catch it even this time. <laughs> <laughs> no, That's me neither. That's one thing. And I guess I just want to say, too, is why does, and I mean, maybe this is just me, and I have a huge imagination. I've always been accused of having a real big imagination, but why does everybody insist that things must be always realistic, especially when it's a book of fiction? We're reading fiction, fiction. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. point well made. But I found that part realistic. And I found, and I would have probably gone back to church because the church is made of people. Yeah. And there are good people and bad people, and, you know. That's true. And I, I might not I have would, gone back to that, that no, is church. No, maybe not that. 
Because I, I had that as a kid. We had a really bad situation in a church that I was going to, and I couldn't go back to that church, but I didn't give up on God. <laughs> so, I, I'm only saying I would, not that yeah, you would. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I wouldn't change religions because of one jerk. <laughs> but, you know, but, but you know, Mickey, the, the, the whole thing is, well... Well, you're absolutely right, but there's no such thing as perfection. That's right. And I was sorry that the priest died. Actually, I wanted him to live and have to pay for what he did. Yeah. But yeah, well, couldn't, yeah. couldn't have paid for. It. Me too. Too late. I was afraid that Toad was going to kill him. That's what yeah. I was terrified that he was going to go in there and suffocate him or something. Well, mm. Toad was not that kind of guy. No, but I was afraid he would snap. I was like, oh, please, no, don't do that. And it did snap because he ended up in the hospital. Right. And that's something else. And I won't ruin it for you guys. But if you read um, his My Reading Life or some of his other uh, biographical, biographical books, you'll see that he fought depression his whole life. Mm -hmm. I could really relate to him in multiple ways. He was just, mm -hmm. I'm so sorry that he's passed. I didn't know that. Um, no, he, he didn't, he did not commit suicide. No, I, no, I, I, I just, I'm sorry that he's passed. That's just sad. Oh, me, me too, but, but he, he died of natural causes, I hope. 2016. Yeah, 2016, yeah, that's right. He was 70 when he died. I think it was natural causes, but I don't remember exactly how or anything. I know they didn't say he committed suicide, so. Oh, no. I think my least favorite character in the whole book was definitely the mom. She just no seemed. Oh, yeah. She was uh, cold. Oh, her, well, her and. And selfish. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, she just kind of like goes back to the convent and, and I don't know. It just it, it just it just seemed she was just a not likable person. <laughs> she, she snapped. She snapped too, and and couldn't uh, stand that her son died first time, and she took it out on the second. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and that unfortunate that unfortunately is not unrealistic. That happens when mm -hmm. when yeah, parents lose does. a child. They will often make the other children feel well. Well, Chad was a very superficial idiot. Whatever else, I didn't like Chad either. Yeah. Oh no, oh, Chad! Yeah. I, I, I guess like I didn't. Him. I guess I didn't like Chad enough to not really care about his kids. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> One thing they did not. Molly either, really. I oh, I like Molly. I like Molly. I like Molly. I She's like my favorite Molly. one. <laughs> and other oh. than Leo, Leo never Jerry, ratted Jerry out the god with the right? cocaine. I was just right. going to say one thing they didn't cover is that after he found out what happened to Steve, he didn't tell his mother. And I wondered how, if he was going to do that. Right. Well, well, I, did, did, didn't he publish an article, though? That he did publish an article. I got the impression yeah. he was going to trash his reputation, which is a good thing. Yep. So maybe yeah. she would have yeah. read that, but it would have been interesting right. to see right. her reaction to that because she was good friends with this priest. Yeah, I thought they were more than just good friends. Yeah, I wondered about that, yeah. too. Yeah. Guys, I just looked on Google, and it says here that Pat Conroy died of pancreatic cancer. Oh. oh. Galaxy Trebek. Mm. It's horrible. So many. So many. I mean, uh, yeah. Siegfried just died of pancreatic cancer. Who did? Siegfried of Siegfried and Roy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, 
Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, one of the things uh, I thought uh, of the two times it talks about Leo having sex uh, in the book, I thought it was interesting that both time women came to him in his bed while he was sleeping. <laughs> that, that's every shy kid's dream, isn't it? That never happened to me, I'll guarantee you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and I'll add to what people said. My, my least favorite character was definitely the mother. She, she was almost inhumane. She had no kindness in her that I could ever see. I mean, no. I, mean I, I mean, I I know principles have to be cut out of a certain cloth, but man, she took it to, 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 to the extreme and she, oh my she was so I horrible just, to live. But then I just see. wonder if all nuns are, are that cool. No, no, no. I will say no, absolutely not. not. No. But then there was a few times when she would show little Rays of yeah, she decency. Mm -hmm. I especially liked when they had that problem the first day of school, and he talked her down. I was like, yeah. yes, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then yeah. she agreed, and yeah. um, and then uh, there was yeah, and then you have to admire her too, even though she was as she was. She allowed a uh, black coach in her school and right. insisted yeah. upon uh having the black students. So, you know, you have to, there's, I guess everybody's got their good, but. A couple of nuns I knew were kind of like that, but, you know, Aleo says uh, that uh, he and his mother didn't love one another uh, until the end of the book that they, uh, after life went by, you know, and there at the end, they had at least grown to love each other uh, at last. Right. But as much as I disliked his mother, his his dad was a prince. I mean, I love Oh, yeah. He, oh, he, I he, loved his dad, too. Oh, yeah. He, he, he yeah, I was great. just going to say, they set the mold for Leo because his dad kind of put up with somebody who was not not broken in the same way that Skyla was, or Starla was broken, but was just not a loving person. And, and right. so his dad kind of set that role model of, the persevering patient, you know, faithful right. to his vows, you know? Well, right. you know what? I'm going to say one thing and I'm only going to make this like maybe what, 30 seconds long. If it wasn't for my dad, I wouldn't be the person I am today. Yeah. Thank God for my dad. Yeah. <laughs> I love my mother, but my dad may, oh. and I told you this before too, Liz, and this is not a therapy session, but I did, but my, my dad, Help me to become the person I am. And, uh, but anyway, yeah. I love my mom yeah. too. But you know, yeah. dads are well, wonderful guys. Yeah, well, his dad especially was, and 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 and, yeah. and and Chad, I really did not like either. But I will have to say, she had, he at least made him at the end of the book. He he visited Leo every day. He was in the hospital and stuff. So he he did come around a bit. Toward the end, at least, uh, at least that was something positive about him that uh, that was nice. But man, he sure was easy to hate the rest of the book. Yeah, he was sure treating Molly awfully bad, and yeah, Molly's right. going to have to end up, I guess, living with the rest of her life with with yep. Chad. But he is a hard worker, and he, you know, and he's very <laughs> successful. Makes money when he says he's at work. He is. It's just where he stops off on the way home from work. Right. <laughs> yeah. right well, uh, 
<laughs> to visit Brazil. The yeah. Brazilian queen, the, you know. Uh, yeah. But there were so many favorite scenes I had in the book. I can't even talk about them, I don't guess. But uh, I really I really liked, uh, of course, I grew up in the South and, you know, and football, football was big yes. down here. Uh-huh. So I liked the way they covered all that. And I really liked that scene at the beginning with, uh, well, not at the beginning, when they switched uh and, and part four or five when they went back to high school and and, and you know, it was the blacks versus the whites and stuff and i mean he wormy led better you really wanted to hate but he ended up being a good guy yeah he really uh, did so, turn yeah, out I really like awesome. i really like the way he wrote that character yes yeah. yeah. that, that was great was good wormy yeah. turned out to be a good guy yeah mm-hmm. he really did so uh, so all right a- any last comments before we talk about next month Going once, going twice. Okay. All right. I've been struggling trying to come up with books. So I've got two to pick from. I'm going to let y'all pick. So uh, hang on. I'm going to let me have to listen to my computer a second. I'm going to tell you what the full titles are and stuff. Actually, I could go on talking about this book all night. <laughs> well, I, I'm I'm glad I, I'm glad everybody I'm glad y'all enjoyed it and stuff. So you know, it it, it makes me feel good that that's one of my favorites. So I'm, that, I'm glad that y'all, ha- y'all. that happens when the characters have such depth of you know yeah. complexity. Oh, yeah, and, and they're not really cardboard do. cutouts. Yeah. yeah. So all right, the, the the first choice is homework a memoir a memoir of my hollywood years by julie andrews so mm. i wanted to do something that's uh, uh maybe a little less intense it's maybe more uh biographical here so that's one and the other one is calypso by david sedaris so it, i mean it's just a series of essays oh, and stuff. David but, yeah. but, 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 but uh, uh, okay uh, that, that's one vote for homework. Any, homework. any other votes? I vote for homework. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Well, uh, if I don't hear anything else, we'll just we'll just pick homework by uh, the Julie Andrews book. At least we get the DB hey, up right here. That's one I've been wanting to read. So now it gives me a, ch- a chance to so read. That, it. Okay, that is uh, Julie Andrews, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I think Ooh. she reads it, if I'm not mistaken. She does mm-hmm. read it. Yep. Ooh. Okay, guys, I got to run. Sorry. Good, good night, okay. Mickey. Good night. Good night. Good night, good night well, Mickey. Late, All right, the, late come, early the, go. All right, the DV number is 97117. 97117. 97117. 